0: Lo to radio hello everyone. Call in at 9178892693. That's 917889.
1: Two six nine three. we got the chat room open here at the Pet Psychic, and um, you can go in there. we got our favorite friends in there. Hi, everyone. And we have some new people in there that I don't recognize. So welcome to our new listeners. Uh, Laura, are you there? I'm
0: here.
2: Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. How's everything going with you?
3: Oh, everything's
2: going great. I was just asking Nakia, you know, my, my all-pure-white cat, mm-hmm. um, if she has anything to say on the radio today. And she says, tell everyone to trust their happiness and just be happy, trust their happiness. And I thought that's, that's so sweet.
1: Yeah, that's really sweet. Thank, Thank you, Nakia.
2: I know, because you know what? Sometimes people and animals, they sort of, like, Like, if they've had trauma in their life at some point, it's almost, like, scared to be happy because the bomb is going to drop at some point.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. And
2: so she's sort of saying, like, the bomb's not going to drop. Just be happy. Like, you can just stay happy forever. (laughs) That's awesome. I know. I love it. (sighs) Thanks,
1: Makia. Yeah, we we hardly ever hear from her.
2: I know, because she has these, like, little nooks in the middle of the day that she goes to. So she's not really ever in the room. She usually comes in at like one thirty, two o'clock. She'll make her pathway by me. But mm. typically she has a, a dog crate out in the side of the yard by the garbage cans that she hangs out in. Now, yeah. I have hired somebody to plant a cat garden in my yard. So I have all this bamboo, this beautiful bamboo I have a catnip growing, and basil growing, and thyme growing, and flowers growing. And Makia lies in a dog crate by the garbage can. (laughs) Why is that? I don't know. She just likes it back there. And I've tried to, I was like, okay, I'll move the crate. And so, like, I'll put it behind the bamboo. And I think it's, like, so cool back there. And she'll just, like, go and lie where the crate was, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's really funny I know Maybe she likes the trash It's so silly I'm like come on Makia Please So every now I beg her to go out by the bamboo and So she will I'll, I'll catch her out there sometimes <laughs>
0: Basically
2: she likes the garbage area
3: <laughs>
1: Today um, I put Ripley at Wagville our local Daycare Pet daycare center Oh, you did? Yeah.
2: Too bad we can't put the live cam up on uh, our chat room. (laughs) (laughs) I know.
1: I know. They do have a live cam. It's pretty fun. I should check in with her later. Um, But she was just kind of barky before the show, so I just ran her over there. Oh, and, uh, you oh. Yeah, because I figured, oh, she'll just have fun. And Aloha, of course, did not want to go, so she stayed home. Oh,
2: so she stayed. Oh, I hear Makia screaming at me now about something. Mm-hmm. Let me listen to her and see what she says. Okay. I can hear her Mom. <laughs> oh, she's saying why she liked that area. She says, I like that area because it's comfy, cozy, and cool. And it doesn't smell like garbage at all. (laughs) Oh, and she says the cool thing about it is she can check out what's going on in front. Now, that sort of actually makes sense because the crate actually faces out this little, which I wouldn't have even thought of. It's like the fence sort of is raised a little bit there. Mm -hmm. So she can see the road from where she lies, even though its backyard is fenced.
1: Right, it's more interesting for her, I'm sure.
2: It's really cool here, she says. (laughs) I think she means cool as in, like, awesome. Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks for your input, Makia. We don't hear from you that often, so that's pretty cool.
2: It's only because nobody asks, she says.
1: Oh, sorry, oops.
2: If they ask, I got a lot to say. (laughs) She said she thinks everyone should smile at least once a day. People don't smile enough. If you smile, you find out your body feels better. I believe that.
1: I think that's true. I know. I I think John was telling me, John's my husband for all our listeners, but I think John was saying the other day that he's been trying to Um, be conscious of smiling when he sees strangers on the street more often.
3: When he sees strangers? Yeah. You know,
2: I'm like one of those people that always smiles at strangers too, but every time I smile at a stranger, I can hear my father going,
3: Laura, be careful.
1: I'm the like, complete opposite. Like I, do, I don't make any eye contact. I don't look at anyone. I don't talk to anyone. I'm not really like I'm friendly if you know me, but otherwise, I won't strike up a conversation.
2: I don't strike up a conversation. I pretty much will smile at anyone I catch eyes with. But my dad always was so worried about me when I was a kid that something terrible was going to happen to me because I was always like smiling at too many people. <laughs> but, <laughs> Uh,
1: so now you have this uh, your father's voice in your head. I'm time.
2: still smiling, but every now and then I'm like, Oh my god, that could be like a stalker, or Oh my god, that guy could be a mass murderer, or Oh my god, like I'm smiling at that guy, who maybe he's gonna follow me home now. You know, like
0: <laughs> great. Now, is, now
1: he's giving you a complex.
2: I don't know, but I'm going. God, I'm psychic. I know I should be able to know who to
3: smile at and who not to smile at. <laughs>
1: You should, but you never know.
3: You never know. You never know.
2: Especially
1: when it comes to yourself, right? Isn't it like sometimes? Yeah,
2: and I think that I. I think most people. I wouldn't say most people, but I. I personally uh, feel like I always see everybody. Like when I first see someone, I always see the their potential. I always see the best of them.
3: Yeah, and, I'm that way.
2: And like I don't. I don't like to go to the negative. So. I just trust everyone at first, but I yeah. sort of learned that you can't necessarily do that either. But.
1: Yeah, I'm that way. And I will like defend people till the end. And then I'll like, sometimes I'll be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we like, oops, I didn't know.
3: You're right. I, would... <laughs> well, I think it's better to love people, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. So um, I just want to touch briefly upon some news I found. I I love this site on um ABC my like local KBC news. They have a whole little like local animal stories. Oh yeah? Yeah, and so, you know, I always like to check it out since I'm here in Southern California. And um some of the big stories um on there today were um there's a typhus outbreak in Orange County.
4: There's a what?
1: typhus outbreak? I guess it's what is a that? disease. It's a disease and it could be, I guess, um deadly. I don't know what the... It's a disease
3: for what, animals or people? It's actually carried by fleas,
1: and it can be transferred to people.
3: (laughs) What is it called?
1: Typhus, T-Y-P-H-U-S, typhus.
2: And so what are the symptoms? Do you get it?
1: I'm not sure. Um, I didn't really look at the disease yet, but I just saw that, like, a lot of... um, Animals can carry it because of the fleas, and so they've been putting up um, traps at some local schools or something And uh,
3: for flea feral trap? cats.
1: No, to catch what? the cats so they can give them, like, medication or something.
2: What, flea medication? Yeah. Huh, this is very interesting. I don't know what to think about this. Right. I mean, is it possible that this typhus everyone just has had and now people are just, like, becoming more aware of it? No,
1: they said there hasn't been an outbreak since 2006.
2: Maybe it's because we keep putting that flea stuff on our animals, and then these fleas have to become stronger and stronger.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know, because, you know, it's not something I've really looked into, and I'm not a scientist, but I just noticed that it was something that was happening. And it's something we should look into and kind of be aware of, especially. I know
2: you only come into the show with half the info. I.
1: I know. Well, I but just I found mean, it.
2: I don't want everyone to be going putting stuff on their animals now. I hate that that advantage and all that stuff.
1: Right. I have to because I can't. Uh, all the like Wagville makes you.
2: They make you. Makia gets seizures from them. Literally. Oh really. <laughs> Yeah, she can't be on it.
1: Yeah, well, I don't think people, put, you know, well, she doesn't need it because she doesn't go to daycare or anything, right?
2: Well, sometimes she gets fleas. I just comb them out.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's tough combing those fleas out, but yeah. you got to do it.
2: I know, become like a little monkey.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, I'm not trying to freak people out, but I'm saying... Like, I mean, you know, I you think should... you
3: come with this type of eye and then you don't tell us what it is or what the symptoms are and now everyone's going to all freaked out. <laughs> I don't think people should be freaked out.
1: I think people should look it up. You don't, you know, you don't just hear something and freak out. You go and you research it. All right. But what I found is that... Um, That there's something going on, and I just I just happened to notice it on the site on the website, and so I was like, oh, I should look into this because if you know my pets have fleas, I should be careful. I
2: think it's I think it's advantage behind the whole thing paying the news organization. You don't know that.
3: (laughs) I'm just teasing.
2: You don't know
0: that.
3: I'm teasing. (laughs) (laughs) hotline.
2: Cheesing. Um, all right, let's, let's get to we, a caller, you think?
1: Yeah, we have um, a quick update from Latasha.
3: Oh yeah,
1: LaTosha. yeah.
3: Hey, hey Latasha. Hi, hi Laura, how are you? Hi Latasha, how you been? Good, just you don't take it in one day at a time. Yeah, so Latasha for all of you listening,
2: her guinea pig packed away pretty much during the show last week.
3: Uh huh.
2: And um, have you felt him around at all?
3: Um, not really. Um, I don't know if maybe it's because I'm still grieving. Um, it's just, yeah. I mean, I haven't really. Um, I haven't really felt anything significant. I did right after we talked and he was put to sleep. I um, I drove straight up to my dad's house, which is by Yosemite, where Trooper's buried, and I buried oh. him next to Trooper. Oh, it's so sweet. Yeah. Oh. Was your dad there with you when you buried him? My dad was there. My stepmom and my aunt and my uncle were all there. Oh, that's so sweet. Did you feel him around you then? Um, no. I mean, I like I said, I was grieving. I was holding him in Richard's shirt. Richard buried him in his shirt in a really nice wooden chest that he bought at Michael's. And he put his boy in there with his treat. Oh that is so sweet. Okay, so you wanna see how he's doing where he is? Yeah, I wanted to see how he was doing and I also wanted to see how Riddle was doing because when I talked to Richard that day he said that he Riddle was hardly eating his hay. And oh. I, he thinks that maybe Mukau might have told him something right before we left for the vet clinic. He probably uh, knew what was going to happen. And so, is Riddle eating now? He's eating, but not like he usually does. It's just little by little. Oh uh, Okay. Let me get. Let me get Moo um, Cow first.
2: He says Trooper and I are together, rolling on our backs. Can Guinea pigs <laughs> t- do that roll on their backs?
3: I'm not sure.
2: (laughs) It looks like they're kind of like rolling together. Oh. And we're tunneling under stuff. I can sit on my mom's shoulder and walk around. (laughs) Here in heaven, mom is still a big part of us, she's like our God. It's like she keeps our place safe. So what he's saying is that that you're still such a big presence to them on the other side and that they actually feel like your presence is still, like, watching over them and keeping them safe. And that's, uh, like, I, I believe that that's, like, your higher self, that there's actually a part of you that is in heaven with them. And um, you actually can keep them safe still on the other side because we're still guinea pigs. We don't want to be anything else. He says he likes it there because it's warm and it's nourishing. And I can feel Mom petting me with her fingers anytime I want. And Trooper likes all the food there. He says it's really yummy. Oh. Uh, heaven is sort of like Earth, but the air is sweeter. It never smells bad. I wonder what that is. Do you think that's just their pen, maybe, sometimes? Maybe, yeah, it could
3: be. Um, what did you uh, have them
2: in? Did you have them in like an aquarium type thing? No, 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 no. They have it open. They have a two
3: story wooden cage. A two story wooden cage. So it's opened. Yeah, oh, they have CareFresh bedding.
2: Oh, yeah, I see their bedding even in heaven.
3: Well, I imagine it's a lot cleaner in heaven, and everything. Yeah, no,
2: I don't think. You know, it's probably just like the essence is cleaner. You know, it's just a higher dimension, probably.
3: Well, can you tell him that I still, I still miss him. I love him so much, and I think about him all the time. There's no need to miss me because I'm still
2: with you. <laughs> Thanks for helping me. I love you more than anything. Aww. Aww. Okay, let's let's see how Riddle is doing. I'm sad because I'm lonely. This is the first time I've ever been alone. It feels really weird. I know Mukau is happy because I see him. And mom and dad take really good care of me, but it's lonely. And I get a little scared when it gets dark. And the dogs are kind of scary. Am I gonna get a friend?
3: Yes, he is. Would he like Would he like the guinea pig that was at the animal shelter with him? from the LA guinea pig rescue? Does he have one in particular he'd like us to adopt for him? I like the
2: one that is black and has brown on his butt. Do you know who that was? Was there something like that?
3: There were 50. She must have had over 50 guinea pigs. I mean, <laughs> she had a guinea pigs. Do they come in black? Yeah, yeah. They oh, come they in all do? different colors. Oh, mm-hmm. so sweet. Does he have smooth fur, or does he have the rosette, like the little curly cues? What is it? Like, there's the smooth guinea pigs, like what, um, Riddle is part, I think Riddle is satin silky, and he might be part American because he's got the longer hair in the back, but there's the ones that were like, that were like um, Trooper. That has a rosette. They're like the little curlicues. They they look like little roses on their back. Like oh, pretty okay. Curly. Okay.
2: No, no, he doesn't have that.
3: Mm-hmm. He's smooth. He's smooth. He doesn't remember his name.
2: I remember he was nice to cuddle with. Oh. Maybe they, they
3: would remember who we hung out with, do you think? Yeah. Um, I will uh, I'll I'll email the animal shelter and I wanna take Richard with me this time too, so Richard can pick him up. Because Out was Richard's guinea pig. I mean he was all of ours, but Mook Out was Richard's guinea pig and I think he wanted to be there when we picked out Riddle, so I think um we're gonna take Richard with us along with Riddle. So they can kind of um just see which one they want.
2: Mukau says you can tell my dad that I also nuzzle
3: into his shoulder.
2: Like the crease of his shoulder.
3: Oh I will.
2: Aww. It'll be
3: awesome. It's weird looking in his house and not seeing him there. And not hearing yes. him in the morning. It's just it's so foreign to me. I know, it's so strange. But see if he didn't start feeling him because
2: he doesn't sound like he's left you at all. So sometimes they come as like a like a memory really quick you know, or you can kind of feel him. All of a sudden you think of him or you get really, you might get really sad and start to cry or remember something that he did and laugh, and, and sometimes that's them giving you the feeling of them, you know, and putting a memory in your mind.
3: So, so a lot of
2: people think that that's like intense longing for them, but it's actually them there wrapping themselves around you.
3: I'm not holding him back in any way, am I? No, not at all. I don't feel it at
2: all. And it's it's really interesting. There's a lot of people are really, some people are really worried about holding their animals back. And I would say that it's pretty rare that people hold their loved ones back or their animals back. I mean, it can happen.
3: But yeah. when
2: it does happen, it's usually the people who are so in grief and they're almost, like, suicidal that their pet has uh, left, and the animal is so concerned about it. But um, but they our animals like us to talk to them or give give other animals treats that they like in honor of them or have an altar for them. They like that.
3: Richard was saying that he thinks that there's a reason why Mu passed away so suddenly after Trooper, he seems to think maybe God had a talk with Mukau and said, you know, I will let you come to heaven and be with Trooper in exchange for, you know, another guinea pig who really needs a home for us to adopt another guinea pig because now we have another place for another guinea pig. And there's so many of them that are just in a bad place that need to be adopted. And Richard seems to think maybe that's the reason why Mukau passed away. It could be.
2: And right. if he feels that strong, it's probably there's some truth in that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely. So Latasha, we should get on to our next caller, but thanks okay. for calling in and, and uh we're all sending you lots of love.
3: Thank you so much, Laura, for helping me through this. It's this, you've been such a blessing. I can't even word can't explain how thankful I am for you. Thank you very much.
2: You're welcome. You take
3: care. You too. Bye bye.
1: Bye. Thanks, Latasha. Thanks. Poor Moo.
2: Well, moo-cow is good. And what Richard says, you know, when when someone in the family feels something like that really strongly, they probably very, very true, you know, that moo-cow and trooper can be together and then that lovely home can take in another guinea pig life. I mean, gosh, they are the best guinea pig parents ever. I know. <laughs> I don't even, I don't
1: really know anyone who has guinea pigs. Have you had a guinea pig before?
2: Well, you know, my first, when I was in nursery school, we had a guinea pig. Did I tell you to tell this story before? When I was in nursery school, we had a guinea pig, and, the, and it was, like, my I, like what made me go to nursery school every day, of course. Mm-hmm. And the guinea pig died. And oh. I went to school, and I was, like, I was so sad. And so, it like, we found it, you know. So we buried it. There was, like, this huge, it's probably not that huge, but I remember being really huge slide in the in the playground, and we buried the guinea pig under the slide, and it's so amazing because you think about, like, the, what the universe sets up for you in your lifetime, and every time I slid down that slide, I thought of that guinea pig, but you know that feeling of sliding down a slide? It's almost like that's the feeling of flying to heaven, Mm-hmm. so it's just amazing, so. That's cool. Yeah, that was, yeah. like, my first experience of death that and I kept thinking like where is he like I couldn't understand like the body wasn't moving and where was my friend and why are they putting the body in the ground I was like totally confused <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like that story I don't I mean I didn't cry
2: you know like most kids would really like, cry I was more like what where is that like you're like what's going on movie she does the same thing like where'd she go
3: you know
1: funny (laughs) let's go to our next caller we have tina from illinois tina are you there i'm here hey there
0: hi tell us about your pet hi laura you know me from lily
2: oh okay how are you
0: I'm okay. I'm going to try to do this without crying. Sorry. Um, it's been nine weeks ago tomorrow, and you and I have emailed, and you, I've talked to you a few times. I just want to know, um, I'm a little nervous about doing this. I just wondered if you could talk to her to see if you said she'd be coming back to me. Yeah. and if You know, if she's been born, and okay. if you have any more, I'm sorry,
2: if okay. you have any other help in finding her again. Okay. So for all of you who are listening, Lily passed away very very early in life. And um her may her real story is that she she passed away so that the vets could learn something about anesthesia and and how to give animals anesthesia. And and Lily has said that she's going to come back to her mom. And so, but we don't know if she's back yet or exactly. Time is so different there. So sometimes when they say they're coming back soon, sometimes that soon can mean a long time for them, but sometimes it can mean right away. So it's really hard to say. So we're going to ask Lily, like, where she is right now. I'm still wanting to come back. But I haven't found my mom yet. Mom, I want you to be happy. I'm so sorry you're so sad. I haven't found the right situation yet. But I'm looking really hard. I don't want to come back in a body where I get sick. I want to come back healthy. And, Mom, I want you to be okay. And I want you to know that I will find you. That there's this string that is attaching us, and it's like a kite. So she hasn't probably been born yet and when the wind flies down i will when the wind dies down i will find you so she's pretty much saying that that she hasn't quite been born yet but the universe and reincarnation is so tricky that okay. it's possible that there is that she's just not conscious of her new life being born because she has to deal with something else in heaven or her just okay. like I've had some experiences, you know, with my dog in particular, that 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 she was reborn already, but she didn't necessarily know it. I mean, there's all these alternate universes, and and okay. it's really really tricky. But what I get really strongly for you is that there has to be almost like just this trust that she'll come back to you,
0: okay. and.
2: Um, Just to sort of allow it to happen, and for all you know, I've just started recently doing reincarnations. They're really they're really hard, you know. And okay, things, but the the thing that's so amazing about them is that the people who get their animals back the quickest, for some reason, in in my experience, are the people who let it go. And believe that the universe will send them their animal, and to know that their animal is okay where that they are, or they are, and just let everything happen. But okay. when we kind of strive too much, and we're searching too much on the internet, and we're going to too many places, right? Think first gets clogged, and then they're like, "Oh my god, how are we going to make this happen?" And it doesn't move as smoothly. Right. Right.
0: So, but but I'm so
2: sorry you're still grieving so hard.
0: Yeah. I don't every day. It's just, today's been a bad day.
2: <clears throat>
0: anything on how she'll look? Anything to mom, look for? Because I fall in love with every puppy I see. And
2: mom, just know I'm with you. Okay. And just trust that I'll be me. Okay. So will be golden I'm, like me. I'll be golden like me. Golden. Okay. But, you know, it's like sometimes they say, like, what they're going to look like, but then another opportunity comes and they look like something else. It's like you just have to trust yourself that when you're okay. looking into an animal's eyes, something is going to draw you to them that's so different than any other animal. Like, you'll just sort of feel, like, super connected. doesn't mean that you can't be connected to other dogs. Right, because that's my so, problem.
0: I see other ones and I just want to take them all home and – that's my problem.
2: I want to make sure I you know well, pick the right. one. Maybe you can take one home for now and then wait for Lily to come and she can you can have two when she comes. Right.
0: Yeah, that's not out of the question. Yeah. No. Is
2: she okay? My mom I'm great. Okay. The whole space here is magical. And I can run really fast. And I feel really secure in my own space. She
0: doesn't miss me as much as, I mean, she misses me, but.
3: Yeah, she misses you, but it's where
2: they, sometimes, you know, they can be on lower realms, but where she is, she's on a higher realm and she, she doesn't have, they can miss us and they can want to be with us from heaven, but they don't have the longing and the intensity that we do. Right, right. like. Like, we have that, like, deep sort of grief, but they're in a place that's so mystical and magical and full of abundance and full of possibilities that that knowledge alone allows them to trust the process. Okay. And they can, like, they can come and live in our moments with us, you know, every, anytime they want. They can live in a memory or they can live in the moment with us. And so they don't feel disconnected. Okay, you know, and so not like we do, not like we do, but the the magical thing about it is if that if you allow her to come into your space, if you allow her spirit to come into her into your space, and when you dissect that grief like all of a sudden you think of her and you're you're feeling her if you if you start to say, maybe this is not my real grief, maybe this is her touching me right now, then it becomes, uh, like, fascinating, And, and some people who are in your position, who used to grieve so much, their hearts just burst open, because they start to realize, wow, my loved one is actually so close, and look at all these signs, and look at all the times they're coming to see me. Right. So it's just allow yourself to be open to that. Okay. All right.
0: Well, my mom is listening, and so hopefully this has helped her also. Oh, good. And so I want to say thank you for being so patient with me. I'm
3: so sorry you've had to go through all this. Yeah, that's
0: all right. We loved her. She was our, our baby, and I know other people can understand
3: yeah, so, but
0: thank you for talking to me, and I really appreciate your patience and all your help. Oh, could you
2: be well? Thank trust you so much. Her, Trust it when she's around you, because she's trying to show you she's there. Okay, thank you so Perfect. much, Laura. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. So, that's such a hard one.
1: I know that is. I mean, a, her, it's the, always so hard.
2: The vet didn't know about her breed. The breed had mm-hmm. like a like a squished nose, mm-hmm. and the vet hadn't researched about how much anesthesia to give. Aww. And she said that my dog is really sensitive, and she said, mm-hmm. is there something wrong with my dog because that she was breathing funny? And then mm-hmm. I said, oh, no, no, she's fine, and then she ended up passing away.
3: And oh she was my getting
2: cleaned, and she was young, really young.
3: Oh and, um,
2: yeah, it's just really... But the most amazing thing about that situation is that that her
3: that little Lily, her passing,
2: and that that um, her family doing with it, and the way that they dealt with it, and they went in, and they spoke to the vet and everything, that will save hundreds of dogs' lives, like yeah. hundreds of dogs' lives. And so it's so devastating that we lose a pet that way, but the amount of lives saved because of it is, I hate to say it's a trade off, because that's a right. terrible thing, yeah. but. But it is the universe sort of saying, you know, Lily and her mom can handle it so that other animals can be saved.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So not not all was lost. We've actually I mean it's as sad as it is, I mean we've you know, they learn the doctors totally learned something from this.
2: Yeah, they definitely did. They definitely did. Yeah. yeah. Uh we have today's
1: rescue guest, uh, Shadows Fun um on the line here hey guys
3: hello hi hi there how are you all doing we're we're hanging in
5: there we're hanging in (laughs) there.
2: you're hanging in there so tell us a little bit about um your organization and what do you want to talk to shadow about today because that's sort of a big deal i think so
5: Shadows Fund is a rescue for senior dogs, bully breeds, and dogs with injury or illness. We have a sanctuary in Santa Barbara County, and we want to talk to Shadow today um, because the last two years, and especially the last six months, have just been an extreme struggle to uh, to find our place, and and we're we've just been. Everything that we've uh, lined up has just kind of been shot down. So we're we're wondering what's the big plan here because it's uh, we we, we, shadow is is you know that embodiment of hope and we're keeping that in our heads. But um, it's been really it's been really hard the last couple weeks. Are
2: you worried you're going to have to shut down? No, we we never shut down. Um,
4: Just um, staying staying open is going to mean um, just, you know, it, it has meant an incredible amount of struggle both from a financial perspective but also from um, just, you know, the, kind of the work to, to keep it going and um, just things, kind of obstacles coming out of nowhere that blindside you and then you have to kind of stop everything and switch course and always sort of running at a dead pace to fend off kind of what seems like fire after fire mm-hmm. um, and and we're okay doing that we just want to know does it? Is there an end in sight? are we on the wrong path
2: I know you sound tired
5: yeah we've we've been the two of us have been going 16 hours a day for you know every day for the last couple months for sure
2: yeah. if not, thank you Thank you very we, much for doing that for them.
5: And we're driven and, you know, we want to see the success and we know we're helping animals right now, but, you know, our vision is so much greater uh, if we didn't have to deal with all these obstacles. So that's mm-hmm. why we want to talk about to Shadow today.
2: Okay, and so Shadow is um, has passed away and Shadow is the dog that, star- that helped you start this organization, correct? Yes. Yeah.
5: It, yeah. We started Shadows Fund in his memory. Yeah. He was full of life.
2: Um. Okay. So I'm gonna get Shadow and see what he has to say to you both. Tell them that I see an end. Tell them that their struggling is teaching them. It's teaching them how to do things better so that when they get bigger, it will be easier. It's also teaching them to say no to some people. And it's also teaching them what people they want to be involved with. Because some people are not good for the organization. I want them to know that the animals know how much they care for us and that they're trying hard to be good and they're trying hard to be adoptable. Because my people have a vision for them and the animals know it. So uh, what Shadow is saying is that you you both have a vision for their future, and that the animals see that and lock into that and go striving for it too. And That to me is really remarkable because a lot of times people in rescue can only see the sorrow of the animals that are coming in, and it's really hard for them to envision the future. They sort of keep seeing all the pain. I want them to know that sometimes they have to change course because it makes them feel bad. But if they go towards people that make them feel right, they'll feel better. It's interesting. He's talking a lot about some of the people that you're involved in. Does that ring true at all to you? Oh, very, absolutely. Mm.
4: A, a lot of a lot of the obstacles seem seem to be there because of. Uh, some of the people who maybe you know um, don't have the same intentions, or um, oh, for yes. w- for whatever reason are are not for you know
5: they may be trying to help. They're not fully supportive, and Shadow's words are kind of making that up
2: yes. Here. Mm-hmm. The other thing that he's saying is that, like, I keep seeing, like, more, like, different people coming in to help you, but they're almost, like, out of your sight or behind fog for you right now. It reminds me of, like, being in a plane and being under the fog and then, or being under the clouds and then coming out. And it's, like, you guys and the, some of the people you're dealing with are just under the clouds. But there are people above the clouds that can help you, but you don't really see them yet. But they're kind of in; they're kind of still there. So um, it's almost like sort of raise your expectations of the type of people that are are helping the organization. Shadow says, "Think money." So he's saying, like, people with a lot of money with good intentions.
5: (laughs) (laughs) We we can do that. (laughs) Hmm.
2: He's also saying that there's, like, a a newsletter or a magazine or um, something that you should get involved in. Do you know what that would be?
5: There's a lot of opportunities out there for us. um, It's Um, hard to be any more specific than that.
2: It's a magazine and paper. Hmm. And all people in California get it. Hmm. It's really magical because it focuses on the positive. That's what we want to do. Focus only on the positive. On all the hate, walk away from it. Don't engage in hate. Don't engage in distress. Don't engage in drama. Keep walking towards love. It's so interesting because it's so... I understand what he's saying but it's so hard to do in rescue because there is so much drama in rescue and there's like so many like crazy people that have animals that are hurting them and and um, and so I sort of see what he's saying but he's saying like don't attach to it and it's easy like if people around start talking about it or wanting to engage in that you guys don't engage or move yourself from it
4: well it's- it's interesting because, especially right now, um, because so many of the dogs that we rescue are, are pit bulls or pit bull mixes, we're coming up against a lot of, um, you know, kind of Negative. negativity and, and sometimes outright hatred and discrimination. And some <laughs> some of the obstacles and roadblocks are, um, you know, people who are taking that negativity and really. Um, just, just kind of allowing fear to, um, to, to make decisions. That you know, there's a program we started at the federal prison where we pair shelter dogs with inmates for companionship and training, and it helps the inmates and the dogs have a place to be, and they get trained, and 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 then they get adopted. Um, oh, it's wonderful. But, but the the prison and um, and even the county are kind of stepping back and shying away because you know, one or two people kind of made a fuss that it was pit bulls and, you know, it's just, um, even when there's so much positive, just these little threads of of negativity are putting up pretty big roadblocks.
2: Mm. And those pit bulls, I mean, that's always, to some extent, that is always going to be there. So it's like how to, you know, bring the best pities that are, you know, that shows the best of their personalities and then dress them up. Like when I used to be a dog trainer and I would train pit bulls, you know, I, we would go into town and everyone, you know, people would see a pit bull and they would get, you know, I notice people, how they just get more fearful. But if you put a bandana on a pit bull, all of a sudden people are, like, relaxed around them. It's pretty pretty amazing. <laughs> so we,
4: we dress them up pretty, yeah. I mean, we'll put board shorts yeah. on them and, and <laughs> we – we definitely dress them up and we found too that that disarms and it's been great with individuals we've been able to break down a lot of walls there it's more institutions that we're coming up against that kind of last mm. barrier
2: right okay let's see what do you, what shadow has to say about that i keep getting like to add another breed in there like a golden or a lab or something so you're mixing it up that the dogs that are bringing in that you're bringing in
3: <laughs> Shadows us. what they should do is call us all boxers, but you can't, do, you can't do that.
2: He says, don't bring any of the ones that have a little bit of aggression in, only the really happy ones bring it into the institutions. 'Cause they all need to see joy. They see too much anger already there. It's all in the eyes. Bring in the dogs that are really happy in the eyes. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Completely. Is is that possible to do? Um
4: pos- it may be. Um at this at this point, they want to do, um, they want to have no pit bulls at all in the program. Um, there, it's not necessarily a closed door in the future, but it's a, it's you know we have to. It'll be a, it'll be a process of one foot in front of the other and um, slowly, I think, opening that door again. And I think yeah. there's work for us to do, maybe through the the magazine he was referencing to help kind of alleviate some of those fears and start to shift perception a little bit before that door fully opens.
3: Yeah, because so many
2: of the pit are so wonderful. I mean, and in the dog books, they say they're good with children and everything. So to get yeah. those ones out more, you know, and really have them be the ones that show the organization and kind of work with the the ones that have more issues behind the scenes. He says, Can I tell you something? Yes, yeah, please do. Of course. He says, Tell my mom and dad they're doing good work. They're doing it good. They don't need to be so stressed. Maybe they should drink some wine and eat some chocolate. <laughs> do you like wine and chocolate? Oh. <laughs> Probably more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna do just fine. Aw, that's so sweet. Gosh, I hope it gets easier for you. Tell us your
3: website.
5: It's shadowsfund.org. And hey. Okay. Uh, and visit our Facebook page, which is just um, search for Shadows Fund.
3: Can can we say
4: one more thing to Shadow? Of course. Um, I you know, right probably right after his passing before we created this, there was more opportunities to have just kind of um quiet time to sort of connect with him. And I did we don't have that as much anymore and I don't want him to steal forgot because this is all dumb. Very much. I just want to say we love him and
2: haven't forgotten him. Mm. Okay. Mom, I feel you all the time. And everything that you do, you are connecting with me. I don't feel apart from you feel like I'm helping you. I'm the greatness. (laughs) It's just all going to be okay. Uh, You know what, too, is that, and I kind of learned, it's so hard, I know what you do, and it's like so easier said than done, but I sort of learned it in my work, too, because I think that people who are in rescue are so empathetic, and that like you do, you work 16 hours a day and you are, like, so exhausted and you're seeing what all these animals are going through and you internalize that and take that, I think it's really important to do what you guys can do to do something that you enjoy doing that's not animal-related and so that you get a chance to refuel because the happier you can kind of live your life even outside the animals, the more you'll have the energy to give to them I know it's a lot easier said than done, and some people don't want to <laughs> light outside the animals, but um, but to really see you can, like, schedule that in to your day or to your week um, just to kind of give yourself that break. I mean, I just know for me, when I used to work seven days a week, I became useless, and after work all I did was slept, and I was like, this is no life, so I had to, like, give myself days off. But yeah I', think I
5: don't, right. yeah, we hear that loud and clear,
2: yeah, it's so important, it's so important, and you'll you'll find out that the time you give them is the quality and the happiness you have it will it will be worth it, you know, go for a swim, water is really good for getting that off too uh, okay, so is do you have any other questions or anything else you wanna say or?
5: No, we're, that's, I mean, that just gave us the, what, what we needed to hear. And you know, we're, appreciate the connection. And, of course, we've, we feel them every day.
0: Um, yeah. Just,
5: so, yeah, we're so appreciative of, of you uh, mm. allowing us to speak so freely
2: but- with them. Thank you so much for what you do. I really, I so honor you and your work. I mean, it really is amazing to me. Thank you. And the animals all thank you, too. And the other thing is is that sometimes when we are in this, um, where we work with so much, you know, grief and suffering, it's like, think about, um, all the animals that you've helped and all the love and passion that you've put forth to them and then allow the universe to give it back to you. Because I think that sometimes we forget about that, to accepting it back. Just allow it sort of like to take that moment and just think about all the animals that you've helped and then imagine that coming back to you and the organization because it will come back. It has to come back. It's just the way of the universe. But if we don't open up to it, we block it off. Yeah, that makes sense.
3: Yeah.
2: But your organization is worthy of it, and those animals are worthy of it. So let it come. Thank
5: you. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Okay, you guys be well,
3: and keep us posted. We will. Thank you. Good.
1: Thanks. So that was uh, Shadows Fund, and you can find them at shadowsfund.org. That's shadows with an S, fund.org. So we have a few minutes left in our show. Um, is there anyone who wants to do Words of Wisdom today? I know to a- kind of started out in the beginning, but.
2: Yeah, maybe we should do Aloha.
1: Aloha. Yeah, she's here.
2: Okay, because she wanted to stay home today, so. Yeah. Okay, let's, aloha, what's your words of wisdom? I woke her up. (laughs) I hope that shadow sun gets really healthy. Because I got to tell you something, it's not nice being homeless. No, she says those people should know that there's a lot of people that were in rescue that died that wants to help them. So she's saying that those, <laughs> those people have angels on the other side
3: helping them.
1: Oh, that's cool. That's Jeez. really cool.
3: I love how she says the people that have died. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is she talking about?
2: <laughs> She says, I'll tell you some words of wisdom. Tell every dog to wiggle their butt. If you tell a dog to wiggle their butt, you'll laugh
3: and so will the dog.
0: <laughs>
1: you know who's a total butt wiggler is Ripley. Is
2: Ripley. I know she is.
1: She wiggles her butt like a lot. <laughs> Maybe that's what she's talking
2: about Maybe that's where Aloha got her from. Aloha, Is that where you got it from from Ripley? Is it because I wiggle my butt too sidestep sidestep
1: That's cool. you know, Aloha for our listeners, Aloha was also a rescue, and she was in a um a high kill shelter here in uh Southern California. And then another rescue group got her out of there. But her picture from the uh, the Downey shelter, the original picture, is like so depressing. I kind of I look at it every once in a while to remember what she used to look like.
0: Oh, you kind of crazy
2: before after photo.
1: I know. Oh, actually, she hasn't been to the groomers in a while, so she's kind of starting to look like her old self again. <laughs>
3: no, but it's what Shadow says. It's all in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I know she's so happy now Um, she's actually going to be uh, graduating her obedience class this weekend
2: Oh she is let's tell her congratulations
1: yeah
2: congratulations aloha
1: she actually I don't think likes it very much but you know we committed to it and we went every week
2: the reason why I don't like it is because I think my mom and dad is smarter than the teacher that's not true the teacher's is yackety, yackety, <laughs> That's so not true. She's
1: just being, she doesn't want to go to the class, I think. That's all.
2: Ah, Aloha, you so- don't like being told what to do? Do you think that? Mom and dad are much more relaxed. But I've learned some stuff. I can turn around with that. Oh, um, maybe it
1: was because we were luring her to try and do the, um, what I was trying to do is teaching her down. And oh. so, you know, when you lure her to go down, you, you put the treat kind of near her, her, her the back, so she kind of goes, sits yeah. down. And yeah. so it's kind of like turning around. She's almost turning around until she falls over.
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So oh,
2: well, that's a down, not a turnaround
1: Yeah, she's not quite <laughs> getting it, but
2: it's a down. <laughs> she's not quite getting
1: it. She's not ready to graduate.
2: She's not quite getting it because she's confused. She thinks it's a turnaround, not a down. I know. <laughs> she's getting the turnaround. Okay, it's okay. down. It's down. Push it more in between, like her belly button.
1: Okay. okay.
2: Don't turn her around. Push it more underneath, and do it on like
3: carpet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Will do. That's really funny.
3: That's so
1: cute. (laughs) Well, thanks, everyone, for listening again. I know we didn't get to all of our callers. We had so many today, and um, I should have managed our time a little bit better, but we will get to you all next week, and um, thanks to all our people in the chat room. Join us next week. And come to thepetpsychic.com for all information regarding Laura's services and her blog and all that stuff. All the information is there. So come to thepetpsychic.com and we'll see you all next week. Bye, everyone.
0: Bye, everyone. Bye.